0: Today on The Breakdown Poker can be a funny game Sometimes pros put themselves in some weird spots That they think they can wriggle out of Because they're pros But sometimes it doesn't always work out Just the way you hope Plans do not always go as planned We're going to look at one hand From the Poker Stars Cash Challenge Which Sam Grafton, who is a pro Had to make some tough decisions in Right now on The Breakdown With Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy Are there any pros yeah, in this game though? <laughs> there are actually several. Oh, okay. There's pros, but they're not all pros. Nope. There's this some gonna, pros. This is going to be a pro
1: versus an amateur. We've got a guy named Ali Reza who is a, just a rich businessman who plays as such. And um, do you actually
0: know that he's a businessman, or do you just say that?
1: that? That's what they said in the show. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think real estate. Great is this thing. Real estate mogul tycoon. Mm. I think they use the word tycoon uh, on the Poker Stars Cash Challenge, which is what this is from. Tycoon. Yeah. Which is uh, it's just a smaller version of the big game. Everybody remembers the big game, right?
0: Of course. That was amazing.
1: That was fun. Uh, this also has a qualifier. They don't get staked 100K. They get staked 12.5K. And it's not 200-400. It is 2550.
0: Not as good, but still pretty awesome.
1: Right. It, it has the same format of uh, pot limit preflop, no limit postflop. Oh, yeah. And which it's is Euros. Cool.
0: And it's euros, yeah. Okay, so it's worth a little bit more. Yeah, but it's not quite the big. It's game. nothing like what it was. But you know, also these stars are not like it's what Jake. The stars are like Jake Cody, Sam Grafton, and Jamie Staples. Yeah, that ain't Danny Negreanu, Antonio, and Doyle Brunson. No offense to those guys, right? And you I get mean, Kevin Hart for the first. Oh, that's pretty episode. good. And I guess Jake Cody in Europe is a pretty yeah. big deal, right? But I mean, but still, it ain't those. It ain't like the absolute, if you will, luminaries of the uh, industry. I suppose which is fine. Which is fine. No. What an awesome spot to be in this, you know, if you're staked that way. It's ah man, that'd be so awesome to get
1: staked for the big game. Yep. Back in the day. Hundred K they give you. Hundred K.
0: Hundred thousand and you're forced to play a little bit crazy with it at times.
1: Yeah, because you only get your profits, which is the same case here. Yeah. Now we don't have the amateur involved in this hand. Oh, we have unamateur in Ali Reza. We don't have the staked amateur Mm -hmm. involved. We have the rich businessman. This was suggested, by the way, by Carl on Twitter. With a K. Carl with a K. That's like Brian with a Y, except it's Carl with a K. Yeah. Um, Brian with a Y gets mentioned every podcast. Apparently. It's his job. He gets paid for it, I guess.
0: I guess. Uh, He probably suggested this.
1: You guys should check out (laughs) our Twitter in order to suggest hands, because you could include a YouTube link and, you know, get your name set on the podcast and the video and all that stuff, but also because there's some pretty interesting stuff
0: going on with us on Twitter these days. Big time. We are giving away serious money. It just started happening. Uh, We have these new sponsors. You've probably heard of them because we're going to talk about them on our podcast as we've been for the last while now. Dash. And uh, we give away one Dash at least every month and actually multiple Dash it looks like we're giving away uh, in the month of February. Yep. Probably in March
1: and April too. We've already announced one one Dash giveaway which is about 700 bucks. By the time they're hearing this
0: one we've probably announced the second one. Yep. Yep. Which is just like all you got to do is send us like prove that you have a Dash address which you would need to get the money anyway. Retweet the tweet and that's it. It's so easy.
1: Yeah. It's, uh, it's going to be cool. If you want details about the first giveaway, check out Poker Time, which yeah. you should
0: check out anyway because it's just a fun show. Right. But we're giving away one Dash to one lucky person who is uh, watching Poker Time as well. And you can get in on this. You can still get in on it. A dash, by the way, you may think, well, who cares? Dash, right about now, as of this recording, is worth about 700 bucks. so maybe you should care.
1: I, th- I would care.
0: Do you like money that doesn't cost anything? Well, then you care. <laughs> yeah. That is all. That is all. Anyway, that isn't even our ad. We just want people to know, like, get in on this free money stuff for crying out loud. Let's I mean, go. what the hell? Really? I mean, it's, it's nuts. Yeah. It's a little bit nuts. Me. We never gave away anything, like, in our lives. And suddenly we're like, here's, you know, thousands of dollars we're going to start giving away suddenly. But we're doing that.
1: We're like, very exciting. Uh, we're like Jesse in Breaking Bad. Yes. when he becomes
0: disillusioned and starts chucking money out the, out the car windows. Out the car window. That's exactly
1: right. Although we're not disillusioned. So that's the difference. Uh, I'm a little disillusioned. <laughs> uh, I'm not talking about metaphysically disillusioned. How you're like questioning the nature of your uh, reality. Like with our work, we're not.
0: Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, overall, I'm definitely a broken man. But I'd say yeah. within just the localized sense of poker, poker guys, guys I'm fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Besides that.
1: Besides it's, that, it's it's dark, the fabric is tearing. It's dark,
0: <laughs> but it's fine.
1: All right. Um, so Carl did a good job suggesting this hand because it's very weird. It's a yep. different type of hand. And uh, as Jonathan told me before this podcast began, it, it brings up a fundamental question that we mm. often find ourselves asking uh, on the river, and we're going to get in-depth on that. It's going to be cool.
0: I'm looking forward to it. it it's going to be pretty neat. One yeah. of the things we like to do in this show is challenge assumptions and really, some, once in a while, I break down all the things that seem standard and say, is this really something we should be doing in this spot and talk about it? And I think we're going to have one of those. And I don't know what the answer is going to be, actually. I have, I'm leaning towards one thing, but I'm excited to get into it. You know, get granular, as the as the kids say.
1: Yeah, because they're on the beach and they're like, sand. Like, also, Gran- grains. Granularity. Also, grains. Also, grant. So, okay. I want to talk about something else before we get into the hand, and that okay. is the format of the game, uh, which we, we touched on briefly. The amateur gets staked 12,500 euros. Yeah. The max buy-in is 25,000 euros. Okay. Sam Grafton... And um, Selena Lee, who's another professional player who's playing in the game, they both bought in for 5,000 euros only in this 2550 game. And that just seems bad to me. It seems absurd to me. Like this person who's being staked 12,500 very likely is not a good player. Like yeah. most of the time, those aren't good players. And they have 12,500 euros in front of them. They have
0: to gamble it up. How can you only buy in for 5,000? It seems crazy not to have them covered, period. Also, as you like to call him, the rich businessman, the tycoon. Yeah. Whatever. If he's got more than that in front of him, we should have him covered too. Like yeah, if these he... are people who can blast off and very likely will at some point. We need to be able to capture all the value. This is insane that professional players would right. not come, would not come ready for this.
1: Grafton specifically is directly on Ali Reza's left. I think anytime Ali Reza chips up, Grafton should buy more chips. Yeah. To cover him.
0: Absolutely. Like, I mean, I've. Su- have you? I'm sure you've been in tournaments where you can um, rebuy right away. Yeah. And no one at the table does. So I'm like, eh, whatever. It doesn't really matter. And then, like, the worst player at the table doubles through someone, and I immediately rebuy. Of course. You know, it's like, this is great. Now I can get all the chips.
1: So it, right. is, it just seems like completely suboptimal cash strategy to not have a clear edge on somebody and have them covered in a deep stack cash game
0: i mean you knew you were coming to this right like this isn't a surprise to these players and like the poker store's like hey we need one more maybe maybe it was maybe like we need to fill the seat and someone canceled and these guys just don't have a whole lot of money on them but i would think you have more than one buy-in on you anyway it's a cash game i by the way can't you borrow money jake cody's sitting right there yeah you're sam grafton borrow money i'm sure sam grafton was booked for the game he's great on tv like i'm sure they wanted him in the game you're right yeah and um, I don't know, remember, what, what's the... Selena Lee? Yeah. She's female, and they always want to get female... Players. They probably... I'm sure they knew they were coming. Yeah. But even if not, they can borrow money. This is absurd.
1: So I would like... This is another question for you guys. Tweet at us if you have... A good explanation for why Sam Grafton and Selena Lee might have bought in for 5K when the amateur is staked 12 and a half.
0: Yeah, we are, of course, at two poker guys. That's the number two poker guys. Yeah. That's our Twitter it, handle. I, w- I would love somebody to have
1: an explanation that just blows me away that I didn't think of. Like, oh, totally. Mm. I just can't imagine there is one.
0: Seems like there can't be one, but yeah. maybe there is. Maybe there's a thing. Right. I don't
1: know. So, just a little side note on like cash game strategy that we never get into that type of thing, but that seemed pretty interesting to me.
0: Yeah. I mean, the thing is, it's elementary. Sam Grafton has to know this, yeah. So he's sitting there knowing this. So what's what's going on? Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's really weird.
1: It's very strange. Anyway, all right. So anyway, let's get to the hand. It folds to Ali Reza, the real estate tycoon. Yes, on the button, he's got nine point eight k in front of him, twenty five fifty again, mm-hmm. and he's got eight three offsuit. This is going to be immediate evidence for why Grafton should have this guy covered. He's going to open eight three offsuit. Yeah, on Grafton's big blind. Um, he also opens to 125 at 2550.
0: He Did, doesn't want full <laughs> equity, I guess. Didn't what you, was you said, a3 offsuit? So, so Grafton is two to his left because a yeah, yeah, big buy. Yeah, okay.
1: Selena leaves between them. Just I'm making sorry. sure. Yeah. Just
0: making sure. Um, yeah, that's weird on all levels. He's probably seen like tournament play and so he knows that's what you're supposed to raise so he just isn't able to... He doesn't understand the difference between cash and tournament play is my guess. Yeah, I guess. I mean, he's opening a3 off. Nothing makes sense. The thing is, he's a guy who in theory doesn't care about money. He should be raising more, not less.
1: Oh, by the way, there is a 10 euro ante for every player. So oh my gosh, even with that on top of it, it's like, how can you buy in for only 5k in this game?
0: Also, how can you only raise to 125? Yeah, that too. <laughs> There's so much in there. How many? Is it six handed? I think it's six. It might okay. be
1: seven. All right. It's one of those. All right. But okay. So he decides to have no fold equity with a three off. So yes. That's what he did. Grafton. It folds to Grafton in the big blind who only has 4.6k in front of him. And I'm still upset about it. Yes. Um. And he's got five, six of spades. This is a clear defending hand. Easiest call in the wall. He does call. Um, The flop, or the pot is now 335 euros.
0: Okay. So we're still relatively deep here?
1: Yeah. No props. Still relatively deep. Uh, The flop is, I just lost it with my eyeballs, queen of diamonds, four of clubs, three of diamonds. So Grafton flops open-ended, Ali Reza flops bottom pair. Yes. Grafton checks. Ali Reza bets 215 with his bottom pair. Okay. Um, we're probably not going to do a ton of analysis of, of Ali Reza's no. plays except for his weirdest ones because it just seems yeah. kind of like button clicking. Yeah. But, you know, betting bottom pair here is fine, whatever.
0: It's not great, but it's fine. It's yeah. protecting, whatever. It's so as, great.
1: as Grafton, what do we want to do?
0: I mean, we have two choices. We're obviously never folding. We can call. We can raise. If we feel like this is the kind of guy who is going to put in a lot of chips post-flop, we should probably just call, try and make a hand, and let him pay, let him like walk the dog a little bit, let him keep firing, if we think he's that kind of a guy. Which, yeah. based on the little bits of data I have, which is he opened 8-3 off on the button, yep. and then he fired this flop, he's likely to be that kind of a guy. If we think he's the kind of guy who's going to shut down, more often than not, then we should probably be raising right now, or have plans anywhere to take aggressive actions later in the hand. Yeah. What do you think?
1: I think I like your first point. I think against a guy like this, we just play for straight value and let him like not really read the room very well and blast off at the wrong time.
0: Yeah. Like you'd hate to like, even though we only have what 30, percent equity or something like that in terms of making a big hand. Yeah. Um, when we do, we can probably make so much money. We'd hate to like blow him off one of the few times, like f- flopping top pairs, cool. But you don't want to play a ten thousand euro pot when you flop one pair. But this is the kind of hand where we might want to play a ten thousand euro pot if we can get there, and he may just like lead us right to the water, if you will. Lead us to the water, huh? Yeah. So he's like the shepherd, and we're uh,
1: some sort of you can you can lead a
0: a horse to water, Grant. But what what else? There's no but. You can lead a horse to water. And then why? But why do people say that? Why do they say what?
1: That you. That's a good point. Thank you. <laughs> all right. So, so Grafton puts this all in the the brain hopper and decides to call, which I think is the best play, most likely.
0: Um, probably because of this player type. What's the board again? Uh, queen, three, four, two diamonds. Yeah, I mean, we certainly could raise in that we think, against normal players, they're going to be folding a lot of their range here if we raise, Yeah, but it's really fine to call, too.
1: Yeah, this might be a guy who's not folding much, Yeah, and if we're going to raise six high here we need some fold equity.
0: Oh god, if we think it's the kind of guy who's going to fire a lot and not fold a lot, we yeah. should definitely just be calling. Right. It's like we go call, we often call turns depending on what they are and we'll figure out the river when we get there. If we don't have a I mean if we don't have a pair, we'll fold. Yep. Like we just play it straight. Sounds about right.
1: Yeah.
0: Um you know, I want to
1: talk more about Dash now. Let's talk about Dash
0: now. Yeah, let's we, do we it. Had, we talked a little bit about We did talk a little bit about it, Grant.
1: Yeah, we talked about our giveaways and stuff, which are exciting. It's a fun way to get your hands on some Dash. But let's also learn a little bit about Dash here on this
0: podcast. Shall Why we? not? Okay, I mean, you know what? Let's do that. Let's all right, dive for, in there.
1: If you didn't pick it up already, it's a cryptocurrency like Bitcoin. Now, if you don't know much about cryptocurrency, it is fascinating, by the way. We did make a video that outlines... A lot about cryptocurrency and also why Dash is special among cryptocurrencies. Mm. You can check that out. There's a channel called Dash Poker Guys where that video exists.
0: I mean, it's also you just look at the link in the description of this podcast. Oh yeah, we we're gonna do, we're gonna to put it. that. No need to go searching on YouTube. This is the easy way to do it. That's for a sure. better
1: way to do it. For it's sure. like a
0: five minute video too, so you're not going to be you know, it's not an hour and a half or anything. It's not. A not a documentary it
1: is not a documentary but
0: but we think it's a a good example of sort of just giving you a sense of what's going on with right with crypto and with dash
1: yeah so as far as dash is concerned what makes dash special in our minds are two things really it's the speed with which it gets sent which is instantaneous yeah one to four seconds you can have dash and the cost of the sending of dash which is either one cent or ten
0: cents depending on the method you use right but one cent you can truly send as much Dash as you want, to anyone in the world, including yourself, for one cent, and they'll get it seconds later.
1: Yeah, so if Jonathan is in Zimbabwe, where they recently had a banking crisis, and I'm here, and he needs money, I can send him Dash. It'll be there in one second.
0: Yep. The other way to look at it is if I need to get that money out of Zimbabwe, I can get it to Grant pretty much right now, like from now to now. It's like first and second in like the, you know... Usain Bolt and the guy who finished next, Dash is there. And that costs one cent. One cent. Actually, even less than a cent right now because uh, the market's down a little bit. But yes, one cent. It's unbelievable. It's the kind of thing that actually might change the world for real.
1: Yeah. Um, And we think Dash is special. Those two features alone are enough to put it to the head of the class as far as an actual adoptable currency Mm -hmm. that merchants might actually use. Stuff like that. And we think it's... Really cool. There's other really cool stuff like the Dash Treasury. We get into that in the video a little bit. Yep. Uh, you should just look up the Dash Treasury. Check out their their forum because there's an open forum for the Dash Treasury with all their projects they're doing.
0: It's pretty neat stuff. It is. Dash, L- Dash has things that people don't talk about. And we don't really talk about much like private send, which is a way to completely um, anonymously send stuff past what normal cryptocurrency is able to do. So more like a, a Monero type thing where it mixes all the different pools of dash. So it's completely impossible to track. I think no matter how forensically um, enhanced you're doing it.
1: Yeah. That's anyway, like a CSI thing. It's super cool. Check it out. Yeah. All right. Back to the hand. Um, all right. So we have had a bet and a call on the flop. Ollie Reza having bet his bottom pair 8-3 and Sam Grafton having check-called his open ender with 5-6 of spades on a queen three four two two-diamond board. Um, So the pot is now 765 euros, and the turn is the deuce of diamonds. That's a good card. Grafton makes a straight. Obviously, he's slightly concerned about diamonds, but we're not going to worry about that quite yet.
0: No, not yet. We're very thrilled to have made the nut straight.
1: Yes. Ali Reza does have the eight of diamonds, so he
0: has some equity here.
1: Uh, Grafton checks. Yeah. Seems like the right play against the guy who might just keep firing with anything.
0: Yeah, for sure. And also, like, if we suddenly fire, like, he's gonna—he might actually find faults with certain things now. That's a bad card for a lot of his range, right? Yeah,
1: for sure, it is. Um, against a traditional opponent, it m- might be kind of neat to lead out here—not traditional, but like a pro. Yeah, might be kind of neat to lead out here. I'd be slightly worried about the diamonds, but that's like such a death card for so much of their value range on the flop that they might check back almost all of it. Mm-hmm. So I think it's actually a really cool spot to lead against a thinking player. Yeah, but probably not against this guy. Do you agree with me?
0: Um, yeah, I do. I think it is definitely interesting. Although, again, it's such a scary card. I mean, in, like when we call on the flop as Grafton, we either have a draw or we have a made hand. It's weird to lead. All right, but what's have... Justin
1: Bonomo going to do with ace-queen, though?
0: He's going to call if we but lead. what's he going to do if we check? He's going to check. Yeah.
1: Okay, that's a great point. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, but this is Ali Reza, and he has 8-3. So... Grafton checks. Olirez is going to decide to bet again. Not yeah.
0: so sure about this one. This seems like a bad bet to me. Um, at least in a vacuum, without thinking about it much,
1: because Grafton doesn't have any deuces in his range, unless it's deuce five. Uh, he has diamonds in his range. He has five six in his range. He has queens in his range. None of those things are going to fold.
0: And also, Grafton's never going to, you know. I, I guess Grafton can have exactly deuce five. You're right. He can have deuce five suited. Yep. Okay. But that's, that's the that's only it. thing
1: we're currently beating that
0: Grafton <laughs> might call with. Maybe he could have a worse three. Yeah. But he's not going to call when this card comes, right? If we no. bet again, he's probably just going to fold the, the like... A, yeah. Like, that's going to be one of the worst hands he ever shows up with now. So he's yeah. just probably going to fold it.
1: He has a lot of queens that he's definitely not folding yet.
0: Correct. Yeah. And he has draws that came in. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Those are... That's that Good.
1: And he's not going to fold like pocket sevens or something like that to Ali Rezo when he's sizing so small throughout the hand and it's this guy on the button. How much does he bet on the turn? 315 into 765. Wow, that is small.
0: Yeah. That looks like, eh, I don't love that card, but I feel like I should keep betting. You know, we see we see that a lot. And usually when someone does that, when I don't have it, I race. Yeah. Because they usually have to fold now.
1: It's, it's uh, I think we once got a comment on YouTube about defending a bet that somebody made That was said something like, he's betting because uh, it's a betting card. It's not a value bet or a bluff. It's just Mm. a bet, which doesn't mean anything. Correct. Yeah. So I think maybe that's along the lines of what Ali Reza is thinking here. Yeah. It's like, I'm just going to bet. I'm betting.
0: I mean, in fairness, you probably do better in poker if you don't know what to do to bet rather than check. You know, like you have full equity. You have a way to win. That's pretty good. Maybe Ali Raza correctly is surmising that he is now losing to a bunch of Sam Grafton's range, and that's a bad card, and maybe uh-huh. Sam Grafton's going to feel like he has to fold some things. He's going to have to fold his flushes and his straights. Sam strengths. Grafton might, might fold pocket sevens. You were saying he's going to call it pocket sevens. He might fold sevens. He might fold sevens. Sevens are kind of a good card. That's also one of the worst hands he's going to show up with nowadays. Yeah. So he might fold a hand that good.
1: If he's playing scared, he definitely will. Um, maybe that's like one reason maybe he only bought him for 5K. Maybe he isn't mm. so deep pocketed as we might think. I don't know. But I don't want to speculate on that. But at the same time, against this guy on the button, I think you're supposed to call sevens.
0: You could decide, though, if this guy's going to often like bet a lot on the river too and you feel like you just can't really call most of the time maybe you just dump it on the turn it's not crazy yeah
1: you can find better spots again. you're going to get to play with him for a while
0: exactly and like he's just going to keep doing this we assume Yeah. so we can do better than sevens when it is among the worst hands we're going to have now among like we're going to have trays we're going to have fours and then we're going to have like pocket pairs up to sevens right which we can or some pocket pairs which we can dump yeah uh, all our queens we're calling with and all our draws which is a lot we're going to have a lot of draws here, which came in.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's a real problem for yeah. Ali Rosa. Anyway, what does Grafton
0: do now that Ali Rosa bet? Well, it would seem like a mistake to raise for a few reasons. So All right, let's hear them. Number one, if we raise, we're repping a better hand than we have and we have a strong hand, and that's usually a mistake. Yep. Yeah. Um, because we mess up the ranges that can call us and we're going to fold out and stuff like that as soon as we do that. And when we have a strong hand, we don't want to mess up those ranges, usually. Right. Um, so that's one. Two, if we think Ali Raz is the kind of guy who's going to keep firing, why would we want to give him the news that he should stop firing? It's Ali Reza, by the Ali way. Ali Reza. Okay, yeah. thank you. Um, it seems like a bad idea to say, hey, don't put more chips in, you know. We probably make more money over time, continue to act scared against a guy like this. And, you know, it isn't like we have the nuts. We have a good hand that is absolutely both vulnerable, but also could be drawing dead. And what's our plan? Are we going to raise fold? Clearly, we'd have to raise fold most of the time, right?
1: Yeah, unless we really just are like, we're just going with it for this amount against this guy.
0: Right. That's you know? fine. If I guess if we decide that, we yeah. can decide to do it. But then we need to know this guy is absolutely crazy, right? Right. He's got to be back guano crazy, where he's got to have like ace queen with the ace of diamonds and just ship it in on us or you know, put in a big three bet. If we raise here, you know?
1: Yeah. We and have to have him have more than just that to ship it on us. Right. To like profitably. just the eights of
0: diamonds, maybe. Or maybe he has like two
1: eights and freaks out.
0: Okay. Yeah. Right. But things like that. Like, yeah. we know, has, we have to know he's going to do that a lot. Otherwise, it can't be right to, to raise call off here, right? Or yes. Raise the call.
1: Yeah. It's a very rare time to find where it would be profitable to raise call off in this spot with a
0: straight. Yeah. So I think that's, that's a really bad thing to do then because you can put yourself where you maybe you're going to make a mistake. If we're going to not raise call off and he's capable of doing it with some flush draws, you know, not flush draws and things like that, or just overvalue his own hand in some way. He's got a set and he just moves in because he's an amateur. I don't know. Like, I'd hate to have all those things happen. Seems like much easier to just call and let this guy keep firing. Hope he fires again on the river if it's a brick. Yep, I agree with all that. We get to manage the pot too so it's easier to call on the river.
1: Yep. I mean, there's different types of recreational players that you play against. There's types that it seems like Ali Reza falls into where you don't bluff him and you let him fire. And yeah. there's types that you bluff all the time
0: yep. and they never call. Right. You know? So you got to know what you're up against. I mean, the Ali Reza's of the world are in some ways it's tougher because you actually have to have something. Yeah. And so like, but you,
1: when you have it, the rewards are nice.
0: Yes. That's, and that's why you do it. Yeah. Right. But you find yourself making like all these folds. You're like, well, I have sort of, I mean, I have an okay hand, but he's just going to keep firing and it's not good enough to like make it all the way to the river. And, just gonna have to like fold. There's so many bad cards, blah blah blah. But then every so often you're in this spot, right, where you really have it, and he's gonna almost always give it to you, and that's great. Yep.
1: Right. All right. So Sam Grafton, feeling good. Yeah. Living life, saying funny things. He's a very funny guy. Okay.
0: You don't think so? I don't remember. You don't remember? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, John. You yeah, don't I knew, remember. I
1: knew you were gonna make that joke. I just knew it. You know what else I know? <laughs> I know that playing on nitrogen sports poker room you always change your tone as
0: soon as you go into an ad you always go it changes
1: it's because it's pre-recorded this was pre-recorded
0: okay yeah sure obviously you guys couldn't hear the 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 whirring of the the play button The tape
1: (laughs) is now going um nitrogen sports poker is like a sorbet on a warm summer day and by that i mean it's lovely
0: (laughs) (laughs) you know what i'm saying i do it's refreshing it's lovely it's a it's, a, it's a, just the right way to end your afternoon.
1: Yep. After, after a day at the beach, <laughs> you know, with the family.
0: It's, it's basically, a, I would call it a, a really joyful ending. Some might say happy <laughs> ending. <laughs> I don't know. Um, anyway,
1: one of the lovely things about Nitrogen yeah. Sports Poker Room is the monthly tournaments that we host there. Um, they're the Poker Guys tournaments. They are a very cheap buy-in, which is uh, 0.1 millibits, like one cent, no, 10 cents.
0: A dollar, right? A dollar dollar
1: it got more expensive as i went
0: bitcoin is expensive so 0.1 millibit yeah is a dollar now
1: yeah it's a dollar but the uh the guarantee is 100 millibits yeah so a thousand times the buy-in we don't get a thousand players no not even close yeah that's pretty serious that happens on either the last sunday or first sunday of each month you know we get like around the end of the month time. That's yep. when we do it on a Sunday, always at noon Pacific time. You have to use the link in the description of this podcast when you sign up for Nitrogen, or else you won't even see it in the lobby, though.
0: Yeah, and even if you're not super interested in playing that tournament, which is ridiculous, you should be, because yeah. it's free money. Yeah, what the hell's wrong with you? Yeah. um, There's going to be other things that are going to happen along the way in the future that we're going to do with Nitrogen, other kind of cool promos and stuff that you just won't have access to. There's no reason not to sign up using the link. It actually helps us out a little bit, too. It costs you nothing. You should definitely do it. You get stuff for it. We all get stuff.
1: Right. And it's not hard to sign up at all. All right. you need is a username and a password.
0: Easy. Easy peasy lemon squeeze. Like a uh, lemon saffron sorbet on June 19th. Mmm. Mm, perfect. Wow. It just, it just transported me. Yeah, there. of course. Um, a few other things quickly to know. Nitro Sports Poker is, of course, an online poker room, in case you were wondering. Oh, really? It uh, moves at the speed of Bitcoin because <laughs> it's a Bitcoin only poker room. Lightning fast uh, transactions. You can actually withdraw twice a month for free. They won't charge you the Bitcoin price, which, you know, it's kind of cheap right now. Yep, but it goes up and down. It's been very expensive. As of like a month ago, it was crazy expensive. So you get to dodge all that. Never have to worry about it.
1: It's a great deal. Yep. You know what else is a great deal? Sam Grafton having a straight against a crazy guy.
0: Yeah. That's a pretty good deal. Crazy guy not drawing dead, though. A diamond will do it for him. Yeah, that would be no fun. Yeah.
1: So what's going to happen? Why is this a breakdown hand? Is a diamond come and Ali Reza, like, shoves and
0: Grafton calls? That would be amazing. That would be pretty cool. Grafton may feel like he's going to have to call in all rivers. Yeah. You know? He against may, this guy.
1: He may feel that way. All right, so... The board is currently deuce, three, four, queen. Didn't come that way. came queen, four, three, deuce on the turn. Yes. Three diamonds. Grafton's got five, six of spades for the straight. Ali Rosa has eight, three with the eight of diamonds for a pair and a bad flush draw. Mm -hmm. The pot after the bet and call of 315 on the turn is 1,395 euros. The river is the queen of spades. Okay. Another fly in the ointment, slightly, slight ointment fly. Yeah. Uh, a worse card for Grafton would have been one of the low cards pairing because Ali Reza should have more two pair combos down there than he would th- with queen low. You would think, but although that may not be the case with Ali Reza.
0: That's fair, but yeah. I, since since he's opening a three off, he can probably have all the all the bad queens.
1: Yeah. So the board pairing at all is just bad news for Grafton.
0: It's not great. I mean, it's not horrible news. No, it's we still... Assume we're, we assume we're way ahead the We're still always.
1: feeling pretty okay. Yeah. Um, so let's try to get some value, I guess, by checking, because what else
0: can we do? I mean, here's the thing. If we think Ali Reza can have a hand like two aces and two kings, which of course he can... Then, then we should bet. We should probably bet, because he is probably checking that back, right? Like when the queen pairs, it's like, well, how am I... Sp- I don't know if he's thinking about any of this stuff. Maybe he's going to fire no matter what. But maybe we should be betting to capture value. But there's only two overpairs. That's
1: really just against the Justin Bonamos of the world that we should be thinking that way, I think. You think or so? Maybe not. They don't have to be as good as Justin Bonamo, But, you know, you could do that against us. But Ali Reza is a guy who just combinatorially has so many more bluffs than
0: he has over pairs. Okay, great point. Like
1: Aces and Kings is 12 combos. He has, I don't know, 700 combos of bluffs.
0: Yeah, I mean, he could have jacks and 10s and play them the same way as Aces and Kings. But still, your yeah. point is the same. It's a great point, I agree. Yeah, so I think we should just capture Bluff Equity. Okay. That's, We've that's also been playing it that way the whole the whole time.
1: Right. So Grafton decides to check. Like that decision. Ali Reza is a weird dude. I'm just gonna say that before this bet. He bets two hundred and five dollars or Euros into thirteen ninety five. He has eight three.
0: It's so super deuce super. three
1: four queen queen three diamond board. What the hell is that? He's Trying
0: to get called by five deuce because that's the only reason to bet this much money with this hand. It is a terrible five deuce. (laughs) He actually might, yeah. But that's that would be the intention, would be to get called there. Trying to get called by seven three. I mean, this is a terrible bet.
1: Like what? There's no value. There's no. This isn't a bluff either. He's never folding out a four.
0: I don't know. I mean, if if Grafton might fold, the Deuce, he might fold the four. They're, in Grafton's mind, they shouldn't be that different.
1: I guess not, but they are different distribution wise. They are, and look they at are. the price we're getting. <laughs> it's two fifteen to win fifteen fifteen.
0: Yeah, if we and Grafton's gonna if he has a four, he's often gonna have four five or four six. Oh,
1: oh sorry, it's two oh five to win sixteen hundred.
0: Wow, we're getting 8 to 1. Yeah. Um against a guy who is just could be all over the place. We probably are going to call with a deuce and a four, honestly. Yeah, probably. Um but
1: that's okay. But we don't have that there's, many deuces. Exactly.
0: There's like two hands in our range that included deuce, yeah. right? Maybe one. Yeah. So, uh, who cares? Yeah, this is clearly a, a, an awful bet made by an amateur who does not who just I mean, it's fine. He's good at other things. He's a tycoon. I'm sure he has a great life. He doesn't know what he's doing here. That's okay. But but he does not know what he's doing because this is this as is bad as it gets.
1: This yeah. Bad. Very bad. Okay. So the price now creates an interesting question for Sam Grafton. And which here is, we are. Which well, what we teased at the beginning that Jonathan was contemplating before we started the podcast. Yeah. This spot where you feel like, okay, my hand is not a traditional check raising hand at all. Like right. if Ali Reza bet $900, it's just a snap call. We don't call, even consider check raising.
0: We call him like, I hope you have trip queens. Yeah. Out of flesh.
1: Right. We don't even consider check raising. But can we let this guy get away with this? Right. He's giving us eight to one, which means we're not getting enough value for a straight here against a big range.
0: Right. And when he bets so small, both on turn and river, he just almost never has us. We know this as Grafton. So we feel like in some ways we feel like, well, maybe it's almost like a free roll, right? Like I raise and if he calls great, he's usually going to fold, but I got him. So cool. Maybe he'll call once in a while. He'll make a hero call. I don't know what he's supposed... He's not going to be able to think this stuff through anyway. He may just feel attached to his aces or his kings or something like that.
1: Or maybe he's a guy... And based on this hand, he might be one of these types of players who has a bit of a bullheaded nature to him. Yeah. And he's like, you're just doing that because I made it small. I I, I can't let you do that to me. Right. You know, that type of thing.
0: Right. Um, There's... Also, it could also just be like, this is a guy who, you know, just doesn't care about money enough. He's a tycoon. This is small stakes to him anyway, perhaps.
1: Let me expand this discussion a little bit and uh, I think make it a little bit more interesting at the same time because the sizing is what initially makes us think like this is maybe a spot for a raise with a straight even on a paired board with three diamonds on it. Correct. Because of the sizing. But what if it's Federholtz and it's not
0: Ali Reza? I would who... never consider raising.
1: So that just sucks. He's just owning us with that bet every time.
0: Yes. Yeah, and there's nothing we can do about it? I'm not sure what we can do about it. I'm not sure. The question is... Let's pretend it's Federholtz. Let's actually do that for a second. Okay. What hands is Federholtz betting like this? Is he betting aces and kings like this? Maybe? Maybe he is. Maybe he is. Trying to squeeze a little value he's probably out probably
1: going to fold to a raise. Yeah. Oh, unless unless oh, it happens a couple times, then he might start calling.
0: Right. No, I'm not even thinking about a raise here. I'm thinking about what's he trying to get value out of? He's, he's betting aces to get value out of jacks and tens. Although we don't, we rarely have those hands. Just just one pair of hands, I guess. I don't
1: know if Federholtz is going to bet aces or kings here. It's a really bad card. So what's he betting? Super strong value in bluffs he has like the tiny bet polarized range.
0: Oh, that'd be interesting.
1: Yeah. Because then you induce raises sometimes and it's easy to play both of those hands, against raises.
0: Yeah, it sure is. It absolutely is. Okay. That'd be kind of cool. Well then obviously we'd never raise And you're giving yourself hand. an
1: incredible price to bluff by the way.
0: Yes. Yeah. Although we think we're not going to f- succeed that often, but that's okay. Um, well, I mean, if, if fader if fader's range is super strong and bluffs, of course we're not going to raise with a hand that you know is a straight on a paired well, board. Well, we with might three not diamonds. know that yet.
1: I'm trying to think from fader's perspective. Oh, okay. Okay. Like, what does Grafton do against Fader Holtz? I know this is we're on a sidetrack here. I mean, we
0: know the answer is he calls. He would never raise if Grafton oh. had
1: like four six suited and Fader bets two oh five on the river, saying could he should he
0: raise? Turn it into a bluff and raise or fold? Should he consider folding, uh, getting eight to one? Um. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if Fader bet the turn after that card came in, I'd be very concerned. I'd be very concerned. Yeah. Like, Fader's supposed to check that card unless he has the nuts, basically, or a flush anyway, right? I guess he could have the Ace of Diamonds. Yep, he could have Ace Queen with the Ace of Diamonds and decide to keep betting. But even then, I expect him to check most of the time, right? Because we have a lot of flushes and straights. Yeah. That card's so good for us. Why would he bet? Get value on the river. You know, bluff catch, it seems let's, like... Let's
1: stay on the river here in this okay. vacuum because we don't need to talk about if Fader Holtz played this hand <laughs> instead of Ali Reza. I'm, I'm just saying.
0: Just, I'm putting the story together, though. Yeah, that's all.
1: yeah I get it. It's just... I, I think it's way different against Ali Reza and against... Like, Fader, I'd be terrified to raise. I feel kind of obligated to against Ali Reza.
0: Mm-hmm. No, I, I, I understand that. Yeah. I don't know if... But, and, this, and this comes back to... I, I would not raise against Fader. I would not raise against someone who I thought was good because I think they could play with bet sizing and they understand what they're doing. Um, Again, someone who I don't think is necessarily knows what they're doing with bet sizing, where they bet small because they're afraid, and that's the only reason why they're betting small, and it's transparent. Well, now we have to consider raising, but then this goes back to the heart of the question I wanted to explore, right? Which is, we have a good hand. Can worse hands really call us? Well, I think it's possible with an amateur... He could call with trip queens. That's the that's like the question, right? Yeah. Because everything else is not interesting. Right. Like, he shouldn't be calling with aces. He shouldn't be calling with kings. Maybe, maybe he if would. But he's, maybe
1: if he's inexperienced enough and enough of an FU player, maybe he calls with a bunch of his, like, decent pocket pairs out of right. entitlement tilt.
0: Right. I mean, certainly we see players like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess if, he's gonna, if we've seen him do that a lot, just like not, like, I'm just not interested in ever being bluffed no matter what. I'm just going to call. I'm calling with two tens calling with yeah. two, two nines, calling two eights, right. then I guess we probably do have to raise. And maybe we feel like we can play perfectly, right? We're going to raise fold, but usually we're going to raise. He's going to call. We're going to win more. Yeah. And so that's that sounds pretty good.
1: Yeah. I mean, if we decide to raise fold, we can just pretend that's the price we were getting anyway and
0: we were behind. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. It's okay to go for value and be wrong. Right.
1: Because if we raise, we can raise this bet to an amount that should have been the bet that Ali Reza
0: bet. You know, Pretty much. We make it like 700 or something, right? It's fine. Or 800, 900, whatever. It's all fine.
1: All right. So we're on board with a raise.
0: I think we're supposed to raise. Yeah.
1: Okay. So that's what he does. Okay. Good. So I guess this is a breakdown because Ali Reza calls then.
0: I mean, it's going to be a crazy call, right? So how are we going to justify that? uh,
1: The raise is to nine hundred twenty-five. The initial pot was thirteen ninety-five before Ali Reza. bet two hundred five.
0: So that's in some ways you're right. That's like what we were supposed to be calling anyway. If he had a reasonable hand, yeah. So it's it's kind of free rolling the raise. We're not we're not letting you get away with this, Ali Reza. Yeah, you have to like put in real money, whatever.
1: Yeah. So now Ali Reza is there with his you know nothing hand. He's got a pair of
0: threes on a devastating board.
1: Yes. Can Grafton ever have a bluff here?
0: It's really hard to come up with one, I'll tell you what. Um, It was three, four, and then deuce on the turn, so he can't have ace, five. Like, the gut shots... Yep. He could be turning, like, a deuce or a three or a four, maybe, into a bluff. Ace, deuce with the ace of diamonds? Maybe. Maybe. Ace, three with the ace of diamonds? Yeah. Turns out he's the best hand, but there's no way he would think that. Maybe even ace, four with the ace of diamonds? Yeah, but the second two you mentioned
1: are bad for us as Ali Reza. We have eight, three. So we. No, I understand that.
0: Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, I'm just thinking from Grafton's point of view, could he even be turning these things into it?
1: Sure, but we are Ali Reza, and
0: if we call, we want to win. That's true. No, that's true. (laughs) We don't care if his
1: intention was to bluff if we lose anyway.
0: (laughs) So we can beat almost nothing is really the point here, right? Right. So Five deuce, he could be turning into a bluff. Ace deuce with the Ace of Diamonds, he could be turning into a bluff.
1: Another thing about Grafton with his line is that he is entirely uncapped.
0: Yep. He could have a full house.
1: Easy. I guess he usually doesn't have quad queens, but he could easily have a full house.
0: Obviously, I mean, he could if he slow plays the flop on the turn, bink. Like then, that's it. Like he can't, he can't play that one fast now when the diamonds and the straight comes in. Right,
1: and he could definitely have a flush that he decided to slow play on the turn as well.
0: He could since he slow played a straight. Yeah. We know that, right? But that seems reasonable. Um, he could have queen deuce, which makes all the sense. Yeah, queen deuce makes the most sense, honestly.
1: Yeah, it does. It does. So. Because Grafton's uncapped, and we can't think of any bluffs, we should probably just fold our 8-3 off. Of course. Well, Ali Reza doesn't call.
0: Good. Doesn't fold. Okay.
1: He decides to three-bet. This is weird. This is why this is a breakdown. Yes. I mean, Grafton's decision to raise is an interesting fundamental question. Mm -hmm. This is just insanity. Like, okay, let's... We're going to explore it a little bit, but he makes it twenty two twenty five, which is giving Grafton a great price, by the way. Of course, if there's forty five forty five in the pot. Grafton has
0: to call thirteen hundred. I mean, it sure looks like he's got it.
1: It does look like he's got it. Grafton's getting better than three to one. Okay, this is bonkers and terrible. This raise, right?
0: Yes, we don't block any. Well, okay, we slightly block diamonds. We slightly block full houses, but no. Of course, this is bonkers and terrible.
1: And Grafton is uncapped, as I said when we were talking about. Mm-hmm deciding what Grafton might have. That's a really bad time to raise when our opponent is completely uncapped. And he doesn't doesn't have quad
0: Queens. Doesn't have quad Queens. So he's a little bit capped.
1: Yeah. A little bit capped, but he has, he has Queens full in his range. Yes. He has sets that turn into full houses. He has flushes. He has straights. Yeah. Yes. So Alirez is just kind of going full bombardier with no real thought behind
0: it. Yeah. I think he's, I think he must think Grafton's maybe screwing around. And you know what? I'm going to push you back. Or maybe it's even less than that. Maybe it's like, maybe he just thinks this is a, a, a contest of manliness. Yeah. So he decides to raise. And you know what? It's pretty interesting because now Sam Grafton is in a terrible spot.
1: Yeah. Grafton has the bottom of his raising range, his initial yeah, raising
0: range. Absolutely. This is the, the stone bottom. Well, right?
1: second to stone bottom, ace five. Okay. Yeah. But, you know, close enough. Yeah. Uh yeah, cuz Grafton's probably not check raising trip queens.
0: I assume he isn't. Although trip queen uh, good, maybe, good maybe trip queens is not that Maybe king different. queen and better? Yeah. He is, but, but Macy does the same.
1: Yeah. He might That's true. Well, nonetheless, Grafton has full houses and flushes in his range, which amount to a lot of combos, of course. So this is a candidate to consider folding even though we're getting better than three to one.
0: I think we have to go much further than that. To consider folding, This should the plan should have been to raise fold his yeah. hand, right? Like, right. But we this didn't is, know we were going to be getting this price. We didn't, but it's not great that he's giving us this price either, is it? I mean, it looks like he's got quad queens now, and he really doesn't want us to fold. Yeah. I mean, we're get, we're getting three and a half to one. I mean, he could obviously have the nut flush. He could have other things too when I say quad queens. But like he looks like he has a very, very strong hand.
1: We're getting three and a half to one. This is combinatorially definitely lower than the 22 and a half percentile of our range. Oh, yeah. Which means we're supposed to fold. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which Grafton ultimately does. Yeah. But, geez, that was crazy.
0: Well, like, here's, here's the thing. I don't think there's anything to talk about with Ali Reza deciding to, you know, three bet the, the river. That's yeah. just insanity and whatever. So we were saying Grafton has to raise on the river. Yeah. Right, we're both on board with that. But these are the kinds of things that happen when you think you're free rolling. We did a, right. we did a hand with um Jason Coon against John Duffy. Right. Same kind of a thing where Duffy bet the river. He donked the river when Jason Coon made top top with ace king and Coon raised because he thought he was free rolling cuz Duffy yeah. bet so small. Duffy in fact had flop trip threes and decided he wanted to make sure he got some value from queens when a king had rivered. And so he bet small. But Kuhn misinterpreted that, understandably. By the way, I would have misinterpreted it, too and thought, "Oh, I've always got him. I'm probably not going to. This guy probably isn't going to call, but I win 100 percent of the time. So who cares? Right. I'm going to raise. Duffy called, and Kuhn lost a big pot. And these are the things you open yourself up to. The question is, those things are happening relatively rarely, but we're calling these things in my mind. I often think, "Well, I'm free rolling here. This is a free roll, and it's not actually a free roll. And these are two examples where it's not." Like, even when we don't have – sometimes we don't have the best hand, and sometimes we get bluffed. And either way, it's a disaster. Like, a disaster.
1: Yeah, I agree. But just calling sucks so bad.
0: It sucks. And it reminds me back to when Negreanu was playing Viffer in – I think it was a big game hand, where Viffer was just messing around in Minbet's turn, Minbet's river, and Negreanu's got top set. But, like, the board runs out in such a way that Viffer could have a straight, like, could have hit a gut shot. And Negrano's like, I'm so, I'm so lame. I'm so lame. And just calls like a min bet on the river with top set. Yeah.
1: a am bet by the way, which is 400 bucks. And I think there was like 60 K in the pot.
0: And it wasn't like there were, it wasn't like there were four cards to a straight out there. It yeah. was like one hand Viffer could have had, right? And Negrano, by the way, correctly realized that if he raises, he's going to fall out most of Viffer's range. His yeah. hand was so good. He probably could have raised anyway, but this is the problem you put yourself in when you decide to raise. Now that hand is very strong, like top set of aces. Um, it's also p-
1: different to be playing against Viffer. Who's definitely a tricky player.
0: Yes. Um, but, but ultimately like you get yourself in these weird spots. And I think one of the things we decide sometimes I say, we like professional players decide sometimes is these amateur types. And I guess Kuhn was including Duthie in that, which is not crazy to to do, that they're going to play their hand relatively face up and you're going to know where you're at. Right, And you can have a pretty good sense of where you're at, but you actually don't know where you're at. Nope, it's still, The cards are still face down. That's the point of GTO, right? Yes. Yeah. And so we, make, we can make bad decisions. And by opening ourselves up to make... The, we don't have to open ourselves up to make these decisions. Have just, Kuhn could have just called on the river when Duffy bet. right? Grafton could have just called on the river when Ali Reza bet. Now, Grafton thinks, ah, oh, I could have gotten more value. But then the question is, eh, are there enough hands that I could have gotten value out of? Maybe there are. Maybe there are from what we just deduced, right? If if he's going to be bullheaded about it. Yeah. Is he actually going to be bullheaded on that board? I don't know.
1: I don't know either. And now this is also going to be a difficult question, but what do you think GTO would say about grafting the spot when Ali Rezabet's 205 on the river and he's getting
0: 8 to 1 with his straight? Yeah, that's a great question. I think wow. We have a way better hand than we're we're often going to have here. Yep. I don't know about way better. We have a better hand than we were often going to have because we have a lot of trip queens, which is pretty good too, right? Yep. Um, we have a lot of... I don't know. Uh, it's tough because we decided to slow play. You know, we made our straight and we checked and called. And we th- we're saying, we, we believe believing we would have done that with flushes. We believe we would have s- slow played sets on the flop and things like, like... There's a lot of assumptions that go into that, which I don't know how true that is. So the question is, what other hands actually make it this far in our range? Like, are we slow playing all those hands all the time? Because if we're not... That's different than if we are, if we have all the flushes in our range and all the full houses in our range legitimately here, that's one thing. And if we don't, that's another thing entirely about what GTO would say. Right. But the price. <laughs> ah, that part of it. you Yeah. Mean, yeah. You mean to call the three bet or to call the original bet?
1: Uh, to call or raise the original bet.
0: Right. Well, I mean, the price is the price. Like, I mean, like we're going to pay. I mean, the price is like we're getting a great price to call. Obviously, we, we're going to win almost always. Yes, we like that. Yes,
1: but is, I mean, obviously the question is... Are we getting enough value? Over a billion hands, right. is it more plus EV to raise Of the call? Of course. The question is just, is this raise profitable,
0: right? Yeah. That's the only question we're really trying to answer. Yeah. I feel like pros go for this all the time. I'm not sure that it's actually often that profitable. And I'm, I'm wondering about it, actually. This is the thing I want to explore, right? I don't know that it's as profitable as we may think it is. Every so often you make this play, you get called by a worse hand, you feel like the coolest kid in the world. But then, you know, this happens or the guy just folds anyway because he's got a worse hand and, you know, it's not so great. So we just have to let ourselves get blocker bet into oblivion? I don't know. I mean, I don't like that. No. It doesn't feel like... There's got to be some some happy medium. We can't always raise all of these. Maybe GTO
1: would be to bet fold the river instead of check.
0: So that way you set your price yourself. Yeah. But remember, the whole thing we were doing is... If we're going to do that, then maybe we should be um, betting the turn. Yeah, I agree. So if we just, so as played, we get to the river here. We played to check to allow Ali Reza to continue to fire away with all his crazy stuff that he's firing away with. Yeah. Because we're just going to chase him off so often if we bet.
1: It's dumb to talk about
0: GTO against a guy like Ali Reza anyway, probably. Uh, yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, I mean, some GTO players will play their hand their way no matter what the opponent is doing. And they're going
1: to miss out on a lot of money against players like Ali Reza.
0: That's true. That's true. But like Bill Chen won multiple bracelets, really never paying yeah. attention to what anyone else was doing. True. You can do that yeah, if you're that good at it. But there's clearly a better way. I agree yeah. with you. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, that
0: was a painful one
1: for Sam Grafton.
0: It's got a really... Oh, of course, Ali Reza immediately showed the bluff. And too, he said, great. I think you had a four. Which is... I mean, the, another great thing that happens, Jamie Staples is sitting right on Ali Reza's right. And, right, and Ali Reza loves this. Jamie yeah. Staples turns to him. Puts out his hand, smiles, says, I think you play that hand really great. Shakes his hand, and I oh, res it like just is glowing. <laughs> so, I mean, Jamie Staples clearly is saying, Please keep playing like this, yes. my friend. Like, this is Jamie Sables knows what he's doing with this kind of stuff. He yeah. I want to encourage this kind of play. Jamie Sables also knows, Well, I can't fold next time in this spot. Like, right now, now, at Sam Grafton, once we've seen this, now we can check, raise our straights, and call. Yeah. Right. Now we're just going to have to do that. And when he has this, we're going to lose more money. But, okay. That's just the good deal. We're going to play higher variants, but there's clearly more money in playing it that way. Yeah. Huh, that was a weird hand. That is a really weird hand. All right, I got to go take a rest now. Music is my sunlight,
1: and all I need is one mic. And I can show every single MC how it's done right. Every time I come by,
0: I'm bound to leave them outside I'm sipping on liquor, a quitter is what I'm not. We got one life, and I took a minor break, but I'm back to claim the crown and going to be traveling the globe. We still have time to make